0: Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. I would like to bring my text today, even in the atmosphere of, of, of baby dedication. If I can preach for a few moments if you will preach with me. Let me feel the healer in the building? I preached a couple weeks ago about miracles. And uh, we've been seeing so many people ha- that have been healed, being touched by God, are going back to their doctor. Somebody even told me today, I'm going back to the doctor. I know that God has touched me. And uh, there, there is the moving of the water even now. Scripture says they waited on the moving of the water. I feel the moving of the water. And any time God is moving, there are miracles. Anything that you need, you can receive now. The Bible says, while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. There is power in the word of God. The Bible says it's the light of the glorious gospel. It will bring light to your darkness. Somebody out of shout, preach to me, preacher. Hey, amen. Look at your neighbor, two or three people say, we need preach to today. Amen, amen. Second Kings chapter 13, verse 15. I want to say it's so good to have my mom and dad. This is their last Sunday for a while. They're snowbirding to Florida. But we're not jealous. We love snow in Ohio. Church split right now. Jealousy, envy is coming over half the congregation right now. We're so thankful for them. He's been very sick, was in the hospital a couple days this week, kidney infection, but I'm glad he's doing better. Love you, Dad. So glad you're doing better. Brother and Sister Harris, good to see you. Planting a church in Aetna, Ohio. We're so glad that they are here. Would you welcome them? Missionaries. All of our guests, we welcome you and all of these family members. I want to jump right in the word 2 Kings 13 and 15. And Elisha said unto him, Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows. Everybody say, take bow and arrows. He said, take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow and arrows. And it says, and he said to the king of Israel, Put thine hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hands upon the king's hands. And he said, open the window eastward. Everybody say eastward. He said, open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance. And the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For thou shalt smite the Syrians in Aphek till thou have consumed them and he said take the arrows and he took them and he said unto the king of Israel smite up on the ground and he smote thrice and he stayed which means that that he stopped I would like to preach to you simply today for the next few moments if I can is simply arrows would you put your Bibles down and lift your hands and say God I'm asking you to speak to me I'm asking you to speak to me today we're so thankful for your goodness In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. In the book of Psalms chapter 27, uh, excuse me, 127, it it reads like this. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. I would stop here and say, what kind of house are you building? What kind of family are you building? Are you establishing? Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early and sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Lo, children, everybody say children, are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. It says, it says, as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, a warrior. This was the guns back then. They didn't have what we have now. Saw your yesterday shooting a 4570, getting ready for deer season, and that gun whipped him. That scope hit him right there. And he said, ouch! He got up and blood was running down his head. They have bows back then and now guns today, but we still bow hunting. I'm I'm old Dylan. Where's Dylan? I think he stepped up. Dylan yesterday shot his first deer with a bow and arrow. He manned up. He manned up. I was teaching him. I was yesterday, and uh, he shot a bow a couple times. Yesterday he shot it once and hit the bullseye. I didn't just say, shoot up into the woods. See what you can get. No, you got to you gotta aim in the direction you want to hit. Can't just shoot anywhere and expect. Dad told me one time he got so excited, he just shot at the whole herd. And you didn't get it, did you? And his mistake, he told me, he said, you got to aim small to, to, to miss small. You got to aim right what you're shooting at and where you want it to go. He said, as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man. He said, arrows, children are like arrows to a mighty man. So are children of the youth. And happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. That means happy is the man that has a lot of kids. Somebody said one time, they said, how many kids you have? I said, I only have four. Four. They said, you can't say four and have only in the same sentence. My dad came from a family of 12. Help us, Jesus. I don't know how happy Papa Bounds was. He's probably happy. Imagine 12 children in your house. And uh, one comedian said, having four children is like, is like, he said, it's like drowning and somebody have, handing you a baby. Kids, they cannot not always be easy, but Scripture says to be fruitful and multiply. Kids given to a family, the Bible tells us or right, it's the heritage, it's a reward. And happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. The children, when compared to an arrow, that arrow is going to go in the direction that it is aimed. That arrow is going to be placed upon a bow. What, what, what good is an arrow without the bow and what good is the bow without the arrow? They work hand in hand. The Bible tells us in the book of Zechariah chapter 9, it, it, it says that Judah is my bow and Ephraim, they are my arrows. That's what God said. Judah is my bow and Ephraim's my arrows. One translation says it, that that is speaking of Israel, the children of God. It's the children of the Lord, interpretation. And God is saying that Judah's my bow, but the children of Israel, they are my arrows, and I will shoot them. And the verse afterwards says, and my arrows shall be like lightning. I am going to put them in the direction. Even God is saying that when I get my people working together. And I want to say to you today is that the church shouldn't be working separate from the family, neither should the family be working separate from the church. When we put it together, it becomes God's hand involved in that. He, Joash, in the text that I read to you today, Joash is king and the prophet is in his older years and he's dying and he goes to see the prophet. It's it's one of the last words, if not the last word of the prophet uh, Elisha. And he goes there and and, and visiting the sick prophet, the prophet said, listen, I've got a word for you. He said, get me your bow. Get me the bow and get me the arrows. And he said, I I want you to to take the bow and put the arrow in it and I want you to open for the sake of, 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 of safety. I'll aim this way. That's east. But he said, I want you to open the window and I want you to face eastward. Dad, can you come and help me just for a minute? This takes us back a little bit. But I remember as a kid, you teaching me how to shoot a bow. And uh, to teach it, I I have handed a bow to people over the years. And I handed a guy a bow one time. And he put his hand like that put his hand on the string. Yeah, I've done that. People never around it. They don't know what to do. That's like people that never had direction in life and parenting handing them a child. They don't know what to do. They just don't know what to do. We're living in a world that, that parenting is just not knowing what to do. We place them off on other people. We hand them to babysitters. We give them in, in, the, in the systems. Because we we, people don't know what to do. It's not their children. They're our children. And, and, and parenting is like, is like a bow and arrow. And, and dad, I, I'll never forget that when you got me a bow when I was little, I wanted to be like you, interested in you. You, wanted, you hunted, you shot a bow, and, and you, you, you told me what to do and how to put the arrow on the string and what part of the knock, and, and you showed me which way to put the fletchings and, and uh, my hand on this and your hand on that. And this is what Elisha did. Elisha put his hand on the hand of the king and he put his hand on the hand of, of the king here if you can. And he said, I want you to shoot out the eastward window. It, it's, he was showing him how to hit the mark of God's destiny. It wasn't just go hit the mark, go do the will of God, go be in the grace of God, go out and, 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 and find the will of God. Oh no, he said there's a, there's a certain direction you've gotta face. There's a certain way you've got to look. This is how you do it. You put your hand here, you put your hand there and the prophet was saying, I'm gonna help you. Can I say the church and parenting go hand in hand? Why am I going to church? I'm going to church because I want to know what direction my family's supposed to be facing. We're living in a world of chaos and confusion and darkness. There's all kinds of voices, all kinds of teachers, all kinds of direction. There's all kinds of prophets. Everybody's speaking their opinions of what moral is right, what is righteousness. But he warns, he said, in that day they're going to call good evil and they're going to declare that evil is good. Come on, they're gonna say that sin's okay, live any way you want to, but you know what? We have found what happens to places when they go into the ways of the Antichrist. Take me to the house of God and show me the way of the Lord. Speak what God is speaking, show me the way of God. <laughs> Teach me the things of God. Hallelujah. It's not the family working against the church. It's not the church working against the family. It's in a harmony with one another. And God won't just send you anywhere. He will send you to a place so you can get an alignment with his perfect will in your life. Dad, I thank you for being a parent. I thank you for all the times you would, you never thought you'd hear this when I was little. But thank you for every time you told me no. You're not hanging out with them." When they called my dad and said, hey, will you let Aaron play basketball? I remember almost begging you. But he said, Aaron, They have games and practice on Wednesday. It's going to take you out of the house of God. We can't miss the house of God. That's where we get our direction. I didn't like it then. I was upset then. But he said, we got to make church the priority. And if it takes you out of the things of God, it's a no. I'm sorry, son. I'm not against you playing ball. But it's, it's a no to miss the house of God. Mom, thanks for telling me no. Could I say right here that if it is something in the culture, in the city, in the family, in the media that takes you from the eastern direction and starts pointing your children in another direction, it's a no. It has to face the eastern direction. It's gotta face the way the prophet said to go. It's gotta face the window of God. Thank you, Dad. Come on, clap your hands and say amen. Woo! He didn't say he didn't say shoot it southward. He didn't say open up the window and just shoot it out into the window of the house. He said I want you to face, I want you to face the eastern window and shoot. And if you will whatever you shoot in that direction, God is going to back it up. God is going to give you the victory. I say to you today, it wasn't just any window. It was the eastern window. And for all of you Bible students, when they built the temple, when they built the tabernacle, they always put the gate facing the east. And may I remind you that when Jesus comes for his church, he's coming from an eastern cloud. We gotta face him, that's what it's saying. I've gotta face Jesus in every single thing that I do. Come on. They're trying to get you to look at culture. They're trying to get the children to love the world. But I say, keep your eyes upon Jesus. Uh, He is the center of my joy. All that's good and perfect comes from him. Would you clap your hands and shout to the Lord? Who would have ever thought there would ever be such things as video games where you can buy prostitutes? You can steal cars and shoot cops. It's just oh my, getting quiet. Pastor it's just a video game. My issue is what you watch is what you desire. What you listen to is the focus you lean on. It's where your eyes begin to wander to. And I hear the antichrist, the devil, the end time, that worker of iniquity, the son of perdition, everything that would cause you to, to to separate from what's right, what's pure, what's holy, is there is a luring End of the enemy trying to lure your children away from things that are right, that are holy. Statements like, do what thou wilt, do what you want to do, go in any direction. If you desire it, you can have it. It doesn't you don't you can't just go after everything you desire. Your flesh is as grass. The glory of man is as the flower of the grass. This old flesh will get you in trouble. It's lusts, it's desires, it's wants. It'll cause you to lean away from the direction that God has called you. You know what? Get you back to where you need to be. A good old-fashioned preaching, good old-fashioned prayer meeting. Get you back in the word of the Lord to point you to where God's destined for you to be. Somebody shout Hallelujah. We need the word of the Lord. I shout it to you today. We need the word of God. Somebody shout glory. glory. The days of, how many have ever heard the statement that it takes a village to raise a kid? Those days are over. You know why they used to say that? Because most people in the village thought the same. Now the village has become corrupt. People don't think the way they used to. Counseling firms are filled with kids that the village raised. It's a fact. They hop from couch to couch. Well. Just Mom, I'm going over to Johnny's house. Have fun. Never even interviewed Johnny. Johnny's got a plan. John, Johnny, Johnny's got a way about him. That's not the way you think. We just drop him out any, any school and never interview the teacher. Well, it's just the system. Parent-teacher's meetings. Don't go. Don't even know what's going on. Don't even know if they're struggling. Why? Because they'll be all right. They're going to school. Who's teaching them? Who are they hanging out with? Are they getting their work done? Well, I put them in the school. Listen, I realize there's pockets where there's a great educational system. I'm not against educational systems. I thank God for it. I had a great experience. But when they're trying to teach you your children things that oppose the word of God, Well, it takes a village. I've been at graduation after graduation. It takes a village to raise the kid. We need this. Listen, I don't just want anybody speaking to my kid's life. And if they don't line up with my approval, you're not educating my kid. I'll go somewhere else. You know why? Because children are like arrows. Children are like arrows. Whose hand are you putting them in? Just call up babysitters. Hand them to anybody, It's not the will of God. Because what are they thinking? What are they teaching? Oh, I feel the boldness of God. Because whatever bow I put them in is the direction they're gonna be shot. It doesn't matter if it's a friend, it doesn't matter if it's a movie, a video game, or some pop artist. If it's going in their ears, it's a part of the guide of the direction they'll be. You will end up to the music you listen to. You want me to water it down, make everybody feel good? You want me to give you the truth today? They're going to act out what the movies they see. It's going to get in their heart. They're going to desire the music they listen to. our brother Anthony before, he said, Pastor, he said, open up their music CDs. That was when CDs were a thing. You know what CDs are? How many know what tapes are? Eight tracks? He said, open up their music CD. He said, their music binder will be their Bible. Because what they're listening to is the direction they're going. He said, you want this thing to work? Let me show you how to work. You all ready? Let me show you how it works. Joash, you're king, get your bow. Your future is in your direction. Open the window eastward, let me help you. You don't have to do it by yourself because there's a prophet in your world that's gonna tell you and show you what to do. And the hand of the prophet worked along with the hand of the king. And they were both facing the same direction. I'm going to say it again. We got to get our kids to fall in love with the word of the Lord. There should be a respect for the ministry. Come on, if I say we got an evangelist coming, that's more important than anything we've got going on in town. We gotta hear what this preacher's saying. We gotta hear what the word of God is saying, we gotta hear what the Spirit is saying. Come on, I think somebody ought to jump to your feet and clap your hands and say, we need to hear truth nowadays. Come on, clap your hands and praise the Lord for He is good. Remain standing, I'm closing. Everybody say arrows. Arrows go in the right direction. Arrows arrows have to be shot in the right direction. He said it this way. He said it to Timothy, or he said it in the book of Ephesians. And uh, he, he said it something like this in verse 14 of, of Ephesians chapter four. He said that we henceforth be no more children. Everybody say children. Tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Everybody say the winds are blowing. Oh yeah. You know what I've learned? I don't care how fast the bullet flies. If the wind is blowing, it's going to blow it off course. And what they call it in archery, it's called windage. You got to consider the wind. You have to consider the wind. The wind will always blow the arrow off course. And I've seen strong winds in this generation. Strong winds of false doctrines. False morality. False teaching. Who'd ever thought educational systems in our colleges would become places of indoctrination instead of education? We used to just send them off to college because we trusted it. Now, look what's happened in our colleges. Godlessness, sin promoted. I even had a teacher pull me aside in my own small town school, pull me inside to help her grade papers. Her agenda was not for me to grade papers. She sat she elbow, hand on her chin, looked at me because I was a young preacher. and This is what she said. You don't have to be like your mom and dad. She said, I want you to know you can be your own self. You don't have to be like them. You can choose this. You can choose that. Because I had convictions and was different. That wasn't her place. That's not even her job. She was to teach me history. English or math. Somehow the devils got in. Change people from righteousness to unrighteousness. He said there's winds. How many have sensed the winds? Well, look what they've done. Look what they've done with old classic movies that were clean. Talked about God and Bible reading. When they update them now, it's chaos and confusion. Family dynamics are shattered and shaken. Biblical principles. Pastor, what do we do? Aim the right direction. You come to church, y'all meet as a family. Say, so you know what? We want to hear from the Lord today. You know, in the Bible, they call preachers men of God. We don't want to be tossed to. I don't want to be deceived. I'm, baby, I want you to go in the right direction. So I'm not letting you go over there. I'm not letting you hang there. I'm not letting you go in there. Because I don't want anything to take you away from the things of God. He said it this way, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sleight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Speaking the truth in love may grow up into him and in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Everybody say Christ. For whom the whole bodily body fitly joined together and compacted by the which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working and the measure of every part but ye have not so learned Christ. if so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. What's the purpose of Sunday school? The truth is in Jesus. What's the purpose of a revival? The truth is in Jesus. What's the purpose of, 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 a, of a Christian school? The truth is in Jesus. I don't want anything. To steer my children away from Jesus. He's the path. Tyler and Hannah, He's the path. Danny and Krista, He's the path. The Bible says he gives us apostles and prophets and angels and pastors and teachers. Why? To point us to Jesus. Here's the question today: where are you pointing your children? Toward God? from God who's influencing them what is influencing your family because what is influencing will always determine their direction the truth or not probably a very scary verse to me is is when the Bible's tells us in Ecclesiastes 11 and 3. Would you throw it up there? Look what it says. Clouds be full of rain. They empty themselves upon the earth. This next one moves my soul. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there it is. I know it's a far reach today, but those wooden airs come from trees. So it is that when a person dies, as a tree falls, the direction they were facing when they die is where they're going to end up. It's heaven. It's hell. The choice is up to you mom and dad there is a witness of his spirit in here I know why you're quiet because I've been pretty strong reconsider things I, I wasn't called to pastor you in 1940s and 50s he's called me to pastor you in the end time it's 2023 I can't preach to you the way they preached in the 40s and 50s it's a different culture it's a different day But I'm preaching you what God has given me me for you in 2023. You can't live like, act like, talk like what you did in 1980. It's a different world than 1980. I want my kids, if they fall, to fall toward Him. I want them to fall toward Him. There's a scripture, I'm, I'm closing on this. There's a scripture. That, that I feel, I feel that God can do miracles if you did it wrong. I, I, I feel like there was a king that did, didn't do right and judgment was coming to him. And God said there was a man that he grabbed his bow in a venture and he just sort of did like this and shot that arrow. He didn't aim, he didn't direct, he just on a whim shot. Somehow in that moment, I believe God got his hand on the arrow and caused it to hit the mark that he wanted to be. I believe there's a revival in the end time that people that were going the wrong direction, God's going to turn it around and make them hit their mark. <laughs> Mom and Dad might have did it wrong. The neighborhood might have did it wrong. Pain of your past caused you to be an adventure, but God said, I'm going to get a hold of their life and I'm going to give them a second chance. I wonder if there's anybody in this building that you say, I need that moment. I wasn't raised in the church. I didn't know the things of God. Can I tell you, he can put his hand on your life. I said God can put his hand on your life. Here it is. What did God come to save us from? Came to save us from our... Everybody say sins. Everybody hold up three fingers. Sin. S-I-N. You know what that word means? Sin. The definition of sin means to miss the mark of your destiny. That's what it means. The definition of sin is to miss what God had planned for you. While we have youth group and children's ministry and we've got church on Sunday and Wednesdays and revivals and camp meetings and and all that. What's all a part of that? We're trying to help you get to the place God wants you to be. Parenting and reading your Bible every day and studying, praying, showing yourself approved in God. What are you doing? I want to hit the mark. I want my family to hit the mark. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it for an opportunity. I want want God to lead me and guide me in the direction He wants me. I don't want to miss it. I don't want anything to take me off the path of what God has. Guess what? Sin caused you to go away. The Bible says turn to Him. The word repent means to turn. That means it was going this direction but it turned around. You can't turn without God reaching you. You can't do it by yourself. No man comes to God except the Spirit draws him. The wind starts blowing in your life and redirects that arrow from the path that was going. I come to tell you God has a way of turning things around. But when he starts blowing in your life, you got to follow him. you got to go the direction he's calling you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was at church the other day. A man was there. I was in McConnellsville preaching and I got up to preach and literally I felt a wind come from my back and blowing in that place. Elder Frizzell's son Dwight was there. He was out of the church for decades and I began to prophesy there's a miracle in this room and that man that had been away from God for a long time, rededicated rededic- his life to the Lord, was baptized in the name of Jesus. Because when the wind blows, it'll redirect the arrow. Come on, it's stronger than the winds of doctrine of our age. It's stronger than the winds of opposition of our time. It's the wind of God. Somebody shout the wind of God. I feel it here right now in this room. I feel it in this room right now. God is redirecting your path. You come here today for a reason. God is getting a hold of your life. He's putting his hand on your bow. He's he's putting his hand in your hand. He's redirecting the direction you've been going. God wants to change the things in your life. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Hallelujah. Which way are you going? If you keep down the path you're on, where are you going to end up? Where's the family going to end up? Where are the children going to end up? Oh God, help us Lord to get back to the old landmarks, Lord I want my heart to be right with you. Mom and dad, there's a job and responsibility for you, come on mom, come on dad, every parent in the building are you listening? They're arrows in the hands of a mighty man. They're reward. They're diligent. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're here today and you feel like that you're the heir that's just out in the venture, would you raise your hand? Feel like you're the heir that just shot wandering in the sky. God wants to put his hand on your life. I think it would be awesome if every family got together and began to pray. Mom and Dad, I, I don't know how we're going to do this, but I think we got to get in circles where we can pray. Sorry, we gathered the arrows. I think it'd be good if, if young people, if you have family here, your parents are here, you go to them. I want everybody in the in the room. If you're, we can move seats out of the way. I don't care. We're we're going to pray if, as a family today you don't have family, come and join mine right up here at the left corner. I want my mom and dad. So glad Farron is here, my nephew. So thankful he's here today. I know we've got family that have our dedication in that, but we're going to pray as families. Would you do that? I'd like the Gators family to come right here and pray together in a circle. to gather. I, I know this is out of the norm, but there's room up here. You got a big family. You don't have family, join somebody. Yeah, we're, we're church family. We're going to pray and the Spirit of the Lord is going to move. That's it. Couples or friends. I want you to gather in a circle. You can push seats out of the way. I don't care. And I want us to get in circles if we can and pray. Move the seats. We're going to pray in family circles. Let me let me be clear. Let, let's face each other. I want you to find, get around with each other. We're going to pray as family, brother, sister. Melek, join if you can. I want y'all to pray together. Prayer is a unit, unity of the faith. Myron, you can join my family over here, my wife. I want everybody that would, I want you to begin to pray for the wind and the breath of God to begin to blow into your family. Come on, I want you to begin to pray, Lord, we're asking for new new life. Come on, that's it. God, visit us today. <laughs> Direction matters. Come on, that's it. Oh, God, bless our family. Let your hand be upon our family. Oh, Jesus. Lord, let our family go in the right direction. Let's be a God-fearing family. Come on, the Lord's moving upon your families right now. You get a call in the name.